You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you're smiling. Hey you, bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly, crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to today's show. For today's podcast, today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo dot co. And a matter of fact, don't forget to go on ahead and tell them that Movie Loves Unite sent you. Mike. Hey, John. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. How you been doing? Oh, I can't complain. Just working my butt off. <laughs> Same here as well. Uh, how'd, you, <laughs> so, how'd you make out for the storm, man? You did okay? Oh, I did all right. There's no wind damage or anything like that with the storm, so I'm actually glad that, you know, we we were actually the lucky ones to not have any damage or anything. That's good. That's good. How about yeah, you? We, yeah, we got we got a little bit of roof damage, but nothing nothing too bad. I'm glad that you made it out all right. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh my girlfriend's house uh she made it out all right. It's just her neighborhood got destroyed. She lives down on over in the Bay St. Louis area. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where I work over in Bay St. Louis at the uh, casino still. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you're still doing the security thing over there. No, I'm uh I work in surveillance now. Oh, surveillance, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I just want to say thank you for joining me tonight for this uh, episode for season two of The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. No problem. All right. So, hello, movie lovers. I'm welcome to the show. And for tonight's podcast episode, I actually have Mike Perkins with me today. Say hello to everyone, Mike. Hello, everyone. And we're actually going to do season two of The Sopranos. This is going to be another one of those season two talking Sopranos moments. So sit back and relax and let's get on with this thing. So let's see here. The very first thing that we actually need to talk about is the fact that Pussy has actually disappeared. Nobody knows where Pussy is at. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's actually been X amount of time since Tony's actually seen Pussy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like that whole entire mystery element that they actually put into the show. I still remember the where's, where's Pussy at. I still remember the T-shirt that they came up with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. With HBO. I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that for sure. And uh, then all of a sudden, Tony wakes up one morning, and he sees Pussy's car is right there. But you can tell that he's a little bit startled because he's not expecting him. He's kind of blindsided. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Tony's asked, first thought was like, "What the fuck? What? What? Where have you been?" Yep. And he goes, "Oh, I was overseas with these girls and everything. I, might, I threw my back out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Uh huh. Yep. And you know it's bullshit. You know, oh, yeah. Tony is that because at that point we we think that uh, he's actually not being faithful to Tony or anything like that. Tony's also eyeing him a little bit. You can actually tell that he's trying to fill him up a little bit, trying uh-huh. to figure out yep. if he's bullshitting him or, or that, not. That's when Tony hugs him and fails to see if he's got a wire, right? Right, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. where he wants, goes, come here, you big fat ass. And starts, <laughs> that, I'm just paraphrasing, but 
Yeah. He and he starts filling them up and everything. He goes, oh, oh, Tony, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to. <laughs> You know, it was just good to see you. And he's over there oh, <laughs> rubbing yeah. his chest. Oh, he goes, yeah. Why don't you just ask me if I'm fucking wearing a wire or not? <laughs> so I definitely love that aspect where he's not. I'm glad that they didn't do it where, oh, my friend has come back. Everything's good and everything. But you actually have to look at it from a mafia angle standpoint mm. and everything. If one of my earners is not there and all of a sudden he just shows up out of the blue, mm-hmm. where the hell yep. is he? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, so that's dude. This this might be one of my favorite seasons because of the what just the way it all plays out, man. It's it's brilliant. It's it's a good one. This is a good season. It's definitely yeah. a good season. Not only that, but Michael Imperoli, the actor who plays Christopher, mm-hmm. he actually directed one of the episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that either until I was listening to the Talking Sopranos podcast mm-hmm. when they were reviewing season two. Yeah. And I think it was the Funhouse one is the one that they actually interviewed, uh, that he actually directed. Which one was the Funhouse? The one where Tony's having those off the wall dreams. That's my, that's that's my favorite episode. Uh, so uh, so Chris or Michael, how do you say his last name? Emperoli. Emperoli. So he directed that episode. Yeah. No shit. That's that's my all time favorite episode. I love the dream episodes. I love them. The dream episodes are really good and a little bit out there. It makes you think a little bit on a psychiatry level. Yeah. It's just, that's what I really loved about it. And, you know, speaking of which, I really have to say I loved the whole entire thing. All of a sudden, Tony's sister just comes into town as well. I was about to mention that. Yeah, Janice. I I actually enjoy, a lot of people didn't like Janice, but I like her because I, I like what she does to Tony. Like, she gets him so you know, so pissed off all the time. And I like the way he reacts with her. You know what I'm saying? The interaction between those two are, is a phenomenal to me. You know what I'm saying? I love it, you know? It looks, it, it, they do it in a way where it looks realistic, like how you really are with your family. You know what I mean? Exactly. It definitely does have that brother-sister aspect to it, which is something that I really like. Yeah. And a matter of fact, she wasn't even going to be a series regular up until uh, Tony's mom winds up passing away in the third season. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, when the actress actually did pass away, who plays Tony's mother, they winded up getting Janice back, the actress who plays Janice, and she yeah. just became her series regular. Yeah, and you know, it, like I said, what I like about it is they, they make it very realistic, like, you know, because we all have that, you know, aunt or sister or somebody in our family that's like that, you know what I'm saying? Right, that would get just really under our skin. Yeah, it right. get just so over the top, you know? Everything exactly. You know, <laughs> it's the end of the world, you know. My favorite thing she says is is the fact that she's a Buddhist, yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden her tune totally changes later on, where mm-hmm. she slowly exits out of being a Buddhist. Yeah, and then it goes slowly back into a mob wife type of person. And and doesn't Tony like take little jabs about that about her always flip flopping? Like yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> he, he he mentions that though. He goes, "Okay, what religion are you in now?" Yeah. Or somewhere along to those terms. I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love their the whole interaction with those two. Great. Me too. The smack talking is really good. Being introduced into Jan- to Janice is good. Mm-hmm. We're also introduced into Richie as well. Richie, yeah. Yeah. Richie April. Yeah. Uh huh. I never, I didn't like him from the beginning, man. From when I, you know, when he was first introduced, I just didn't like him. He had that, like, I don't know. You, you just, you didn't trust him, you know? No, he had that pissed off uh, look, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's like, everybody needs to cater to me and bow down to me because I did X amount of years in jail. Yeah. And no one came to see me or anything like that. So I'm going to be pissed off at everyone who didn't come and see me. I mean, he's the reason why, uh, I mean, he's the reason that Jackie ended up getting killed, really, if you think about it, because all the pumping his head up, you know? True. Yeah. I mean, just I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. Constantly pumping his head up and, you know, telling him what he should be doing and, you know, be more gangster, basically, you know, and he just, and Jackie wasn't cut out for that, you know? Right. That's true. But Ralphie also had a big impact on Jackie as well. 
Yeah, Ralphie too. Oh, so it's be- you know what? I'm mixing the two up, Ralphie and Richie. I'm mixing those two up. But so, spoiler alert for Ralphie. <laughs> but no, Richie actually had a little bit to do with that though too. Yeah, a little bit. It didn't. Was it who who gave Jackie the gun? The thirty eight. I can't remember. Was it Richie? That or was Ralphie? Ralphie. That was Ralphie. That's right. He was making spaghetti. And okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure was. But um, always get those two mixed up. They are very close hand-to-hand together because they're both similar in a different way. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to get those mixed and, up. And they both end up dating Janice, don't they? Right. Yeah, yeah. Except for one thing. Uh, Ralphie's tick with Janice was having a dildo shoved up his ass. <laughs> yeah. So That's sick, that's sick little freak. <laughs> and the thing with uh, Richie... And the thing with Richie was he wanted a thirty-eight. Uh, he wanted to go ahead and put a thirty-eight to Janice's head while they're having sex. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and having a, a talking dirty to him. She's she's into them kinky motherfuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's way past kinky on my list. Yeah, yeah, that's a little much. Yeah, but, I, I, I don't want I don't want anything to do with the dildo or the thirty-eight. <laughs> same here as well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I really have to say I like the whole fact though too because like I said, Richie does play into the fact that he was the reason why Jackie was kind of like that as well because uh, remember in the scene where they're standing in the rain and Jackie winds up telling Tony, he goes, you need to show Richie some respect. And then Tony says those who want respect, give respect. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's when uh, Richie said, you see, kid, this is what he did. This is what Tony's telling you is you need to go on ahead and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically what he said. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing some of it, but you know. Yeah. And also, I believe that this was the season when uh, I don't remember exactly what happened between the two. But I mean, there was always things happening between Tony and Chris. But uh, I believe, yeah, I believe this was the season when uh, Tony had said to Chris, I, I believe it was either at a wake or a funeral, and he, he like he grabbed him by the shirt and he slammed him against the wall, and he told him, he said, "You don't have to love me." That he said, "If you don't love me, that breaks my heart, but you have to respect me." And the way yep. he said it, man, was like that was some deep shit, man. You know, it was deep. It was a, that was a very good episode. It was. It goes deeper than blood on that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It's about respecting the boss of the family. Mm-hmm. And, he, and was also, so, he was so passionate about it when he said it, you know? Right. Another thing, though, too, is Chris – this is actually in the second episode called D-Girl, mm-hmm. where Christopher is being introduced to uh, – remember whenever he's uh, – what's her name? The one that plays uh, the girlfriend of Christopher's. Uh, Adriana? Adriana, remember when she said, oh, I have a cousin that works in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole thing with him meeting up with her. Yeah, that's right. And everything. That's right. And yeah. And then that also caused conflict with Tony as well. Yeah. yeah. Because he doesn't want him to be part of that world. Mm-hmm. So there's that conflict right there. But John Favreau was in this move, this t- episode as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that episode. I do too. And it also shows you the breakdown of what actors and stuff like that have to go through on the set, what directors do. Gives you a whole entire layout of how many scripts that directors actually look at, even when they're in the production of certain things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But it also goes to show you how sneaky some people are where they'll use you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And everything in in that kind of business. Oh, yeah. Because they got the hell out of, they, they used the hell out of Christopher. Oh, Whenever yeah. they got all the information, sure. they got all the information from him, yeah. Between like that, he actually talked about where somebody burned gasoline on her. Yeah, and then what? Then that part was in the script. Yeah, and then John also asked him, "Are you strapped?" Yeah, yeah, and he pulls it out. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. and then also to the book yak thing was also pretty cool though too with Janine Garofalo. Oh yeah, yeah. I love her, man. She's she's a I love her acting, you know, she's good. Me too. Yeah, she's very good. 
John Favreau too. I, I love John Favreau, man. Uh, you've seen the movie Swingers, right? With him and yep. uh, yeah, I love that. Have you ever done a review on that? Been, you know what? It's something that I've been thinking about doing. So we so, might actually have to do that. That would be that'd be cool, man. I love that movie. I'd like to rewatch right. it again. Yeah. Okay, we can yeah. definitely tr- give that a shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway. you know, I not only that, but you know, it just goes to show too that the girl that was actually using Chris as well because they both wind up sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also too, we also see Richie on this other thing though too on this other part scene where he runs over uh, the guy at the pizza shop. Yeah. Yeah, that poor bastard. (laughs) Boy, did he... Mm -hmm. He got the worst of it. Like, first, he just gets a coffee... uh, He ends up hitting him with the coffee uh, suspenser and everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He ran over him. (laughs) And then, after that, Tony said, didn't I tell you to back off of him? He goes, I did. Then I put it in reverse. (laughs) <laughs> what a smart ass, huh? Right? I'm like, okay, Tone. You need to go on ahead and let him go. Mm-hmm. We need to kill him. Yep. And he's not doing anything but cause more friction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the family and everything. For sure. So I don't understand why he wanted to keep him around, especially seems- if he didn't add anything to him. Richie was too much of a loose cannon, man. You know, he was just too, too wild, you know? He was. And if you think about it, when you see Janice doing her yoga workout, yeah, and you see him in there, you already know what he's after. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's not just to be with Janice. He figures, okay, if I can actually earn Tony's respect, I'm going to go through Janice to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and yeah, use I, him as a way to do something. After after the yoga class, then, uh, maybe a few episodes after that, but Tony uh, goes to the house to his mom's house, you know, and uh, and Richie opens the door. And he, like, he's yeah. in underwear and shit. Yeah, Tony didn't like that. <laughs> no, he did not like that at all. But then, remember, too, he also gave him a jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gave him a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you like the jacket, don't you? And Tony's like, yeah, it's all right. You can tell that he doesn't like it. And, he, like, he gives him the jacket, and then doesn't Richie see the jacket somewhere? Like, in the trash he gave it to one of his bodyguards or something. Was. Yeah, and he, it pissed him off. Like, it hurt his feelings. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like he goes, kid. what the fuck? Like a big kid. <laughs> he was. <laughs> and this is, uh, like, if I'm not, I might I might be wrong, I, but uh, Meadow, doesn't she go to college in the season? Yeah, she actually goes to college in the season. Okay, yeah, I couldn't think if it was this season or season three. Yeah, it was in this season, I believe, that she actually goes to college. Yeah, yeah, she, she's she's another good one. Have you seen uh, the podcast with uh, with her and uh, AJ? They have their own no. podcast. Yeah, it's called. Uh, oh man, I'll, I'll have to look it up and, and send it to you. I think it's called Pajama Pants or something like that. Or something. okay, yeah, it's a weird name. I'll, I'll have to send it to you later. It's, but it's please good, do because. Good. Okay, because I've been looking for other cast members that actually are talking about The Sopranos. Yeah. So well, they don't really, they talk about The Sopranos in some, you know, in some episodes, but they just talk about other shit, you know. But it's still cool okay. to see them, you know, together. You know, like okay, shit. yeah. Yeah the uh, the first episode that they actually have for the opening was a guy walks into a psychiatrist's office, and then. Do not resuscitate is the second episode. Okay. Um, and that's also where they're talking about Livia doing a DNR. AJ has to write a report. Yeah. Because of the because of the whole DNR thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Right, and he goes, Grandma, what's a DNR? Is it like DNA? And then Livia's mind is just going yeah. in places because she's supposedly supposed to have a stroke after the fact. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, she didn't doesn't remember that she w- almost tried to whack her own son. Yeah, and she clearly she remembers that shit. She's just playing it, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's a dysfunctional family, man. That is... <laughs> isn't it? Okay. In episode. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
Okay, so in episode two, also Junior lawyer manages to get uh, him on uh, released on house arrest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And remember what he says to the judge, which I thought was a really good funny line. He winds up telling him, he says, it's like Nazi Germany to me <laughs> being on house arrest. Yeah. That's a big extreme, Junior. <laughs> that's what uh, Bobby, ba- the guy who plays Bobby Bacala said, too. He goes, that's a big extreme. <laughs> Compare that to the <laughs> But it's you know, like... Uncle June, he never got enough respect for me, man. I loved Uncle Junior, man. I loved him. I thought he was great. You know, I did too. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I liked Uncle June from uh, he's just an old school old timer mm-hmm. that grew up within the mob and everything. Yep, yep. Yeah, I feel like and he got, he got fucked over the most, man. Well, let me just say something that Bobby Bacalod, the actor that plays him, said. Yeah, he said you can definitely tell he might have got fucked over mm-hmm. in his past life because Tony lives in this big old huge mansion, right? Yeah. And Uncle June lives in this little shitty house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, nonetheless, back in those days, though, this is just me speculating. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the Goodfellas thing, where it's like, okay, you just made a big score, so you don't go out and buy extravagant things. Right. So maybe hit their old school way of is just laying low yeah. and not making yeah. a lot of noise to show that you have money. Right. <clears throat> right. So yes, maybe, maybe that's just, why. Yeah, it could have been that, yeah. Where, where he was just kind of laying low and not showing the flesh, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because they're more old school yeah. than what yeah. Tony is. Uh-huh. Tony don't care. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> he so, just don't give a shit. They're so old school that they don't even believe in, um, how can I say this? Uh, they don't believe in going down on a girl <laughs> you know, they, no they, they, they look at that as being feminine you know right being gay yeah right yeah, yeah. because that goes back over to season one where we actually talked about that yeah <laughs> with the whole entire thing where uh, it was supposed to let be a low-key thing that uncle jr was doing next thing you know there was a big joke <laughs> the whole the whole bob ends up knowing about it <laughs> right <laughs> but let's see in episode 3 this other one is called Toodle Fucking Ooh Toodle Fucking Ooh Which, what was that one about I can't refresh my memory okay that one where was with Melfi where she winds up seeing Tony in the same restaurant mm. Mm. so okay. you know she go, so her last words to him wasn't say, saying goodnight or whatever it's like toodaloo yep yeah, it's your so, toodle fucking ooh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. because she talks about that in Elliot's office, which is the psychiatrist that she goes to. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I liked about it was where everybody is sitting at the table, Silvio, you have Polly Walnuts, you have all the mafia people sitting there. He goes, who was that, your guma? He said, he goes, we talk, you know? Yeah, we definitely <laughs> and, <know>. uh <laughs> Right, and uh, he goes, "Do you talk or do you talk?" <laughs> like, and he goes, "What was she like giving a blowjob?" So he goes, and he turns around and he says, with a big smirk on his face, "She was the best I ever had." <laughs> and then next thing you know, Polly said, uh, made a joke about the Eiffel Tower or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Polly Walnuts, man. <laughs> yeah, he's something else. He was. He was. He was a character. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially in the third season, mm-hmm. but the Russian. Oh yeah. But yeah, that was that's that's a great one, man. That's a great one. As a matter of fact, this is actually the episode where Richie actually gets out of prison that oh, we were okay. actually talking okay, about. The third episode. Yeah. yeah, and he's actually uh, Jackie's older brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Jackie Senior. Older brother. Yeah. Yep. And he uh, tries to re-enter the family business. His lack of understanding of how things work since he went to prison causes friction. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but his clothes are also out of date yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> it was like he was in the disco era and he came into the 1990s era. Yeah. <laughs> the late 90s era. And, see, so, and, and he was under the impression that when he gets out, he was going to have more, you know, and be higher up. 
than what it was. Right, and that's not the case. Right, that's right. Yeah, this is this is Tony's show now. It's a it's a different world. <laughs> right, you know, and this was actually an episode that aired in two thousand. Okay, so uh, Tony and Meadow get this. Meadow trashes her grandmother's house. Oh, they yeah, because they had that party there. Yep. Right, and then Janice the next morning have no clue that they're even talking about uh, Livia's home or anything like that. Yeah, and she thinks that they're being too hard on Meadow. Yeah, yeah, and everything. And standing up for Meadow, yep. and then of course, you know, Tony and them don't know what to do with Meadow, right, or anything like that either. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's not going to college yet. She goes to college in the third season. Oh, okay. now that I'm yeah, remembering, I couldn't remember. That's right. Okay. Yeah, okay. on this season they're looking for the college. Like they're they're looking for colleges, right? They're still looking for colleges and everything. Yeah. Even in the first season, they were looking for colleges mm-hmm. for her to go to. Yeah, that's right. Because because remember, one of the episodes in episode in season one was called College, and that's when Tony whacked the guy. Right. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I I really like the setup for this, and not only that, but. Tony, uh, Tony's like, okay, what the fuck do we do? We can't spank her, or else she's going to call child services on us. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? A little, a little old, a little old for a spank. <laughs> that would <just> right. Be weird. <laughs> and so the like, Meadow goes, well, I have a solution. You can take away our my credit card. Yeah. And Tony's like, okay, damn right we are. Like, yeah. being the tough parent whenever he's really not. Yeah, when, when, and Meadow yeah. has that little spurt. Like, they, she knew she got yeah. away with something. Her kids coming up, or his kids coming up with the damn punishment. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's really being punished. <laughs> and she knows that she got over on Tony. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you, um, what did you think about that episode as a, as a whole? Which one now? The, uh, the episode, the total fucking ooh. Oh, the total ooh. Yeah, that's a that was a good episode, man. That was a good one. It didn't have as much action, you know what I'm saying? As much, you know, uh, you know, beating people up and killing people, you know, whatever. But uh, it was a good episode. Right. It was a good one. It was a good, you know, like a good filler episode, you know, that you need. Right, and I also feel like this though too. It actually introduces your villain for the season. Yep. Then it also questions your own inability whenever you're talking to somebody and then you're leaving. It's like, wait, what the fuck did I just say? Right. Yep. Kind of thing, you know? Yep. Because when Melfi goes on and sees Elliot, she goes, really? To- toodle fucking ooh? Toodle, yeah, I love what, that. I what, love that what, line. <laughs> <laughs> what was I fucking thinking? Elliot then goes on ahead, goes through a psychiatry of why she winds up being two separate people. There's. Melfi, the psychiatrist doctor, and then there's Melfi, just the person outside of the office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. So now we're dealing with uh, another thing, too, and th- this is called the Commandatori, Commandatori, which is also taking place in Italy. Oh, yeah. This is when, um, shit, what's his name? The, uh, the Italian guy. This is when he gets introduced, right? Uh, right. This is where Furio, Furio first gets introduced. Furio, that's it, yeah. Which is actually one of my favorite characters on the show. Mine too. Mine too. <clears throat> but I really like how Polly has this big old huge thing of what Italy is supposed to be. Yeah. And that winds up being smaller than what it actually and it, is. It crushes him, man. It just crushes him. Because <laughs> he had he had this big elaborate idea of what Italy's supposed to be. And it's just not, <laughs> you know. No. I mean, even when it comes down to the food that they're eating, man, he's like, uh, he's like, can I? Get, what does he say? Can I get any red? Some what does he say? Red gravy or red sauce? Yeah. yeah. Can I get some spaghetti and meatball? Yeah. And they laugh. At and him, goes, you know. And then goes, what the fuck? This is what the guy is saying. He goes, what? What do you mean, spaghetti and meatball? Yeah. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, the red gravy, you know, you go ahead, you get the red gravy and everything, you put it on there, and then there's the uh, meatball and the spaghetti. (laughs) They're over there making fun of him in Italian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And everything, too. (laughs) And then he's over there tapping Tony's shoulder. He goes, hey, Tony, Tony, did you try this? (laughs) Hey, Tony, 
Look at that. Yeah. But it killed it. That hurt his feelings so bad, man. <laughs> that just, it wasn't, also, yeah, it, it wasn't what it was, what it was in his head, you know? Right. And the whole entire reason why they're even over there is because Tony jacked a couple of cars. Yeah. To for the people in Italy to actually buy. Yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was that was a huge score. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right. And uh, basically, also too, Uncle June is kind of upset with Tony because he doesn't didn't get to go to Italy. Yeah, yep. and he's also mad too because there's also one house arrest. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. so yeah, Junior, and then, Junior's looking at it like he Junior's technically supposed to be head of the family, but he's on house arrest and he can't make the moves like Tony can. So, you know, right. Junior feels like he's missing out and shit, which he was. But, I mean, they can't help but that he's on house arrest, you know? Right, exactly. But then you also have Camilla that's pissed off at Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, of the, like I said, all coming from all spectrums. Well, so. Yeah, but what, what's new? <laughs> Carmella's always pissed right? at Tony about something. <laughs> and Mena's not making it any better either. She's like, are you sure that you and Mom wouldn't want a little menage a trois or anything <laughs> like that? And then Janice is putting her two cents in and saying, oh, I've been to Italy before and everything. It's not as great as what people makes it out to be. Mm-hmm. Knowing probably she never went into her fucking life, right. but you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, I think she was at that point. I'm not sure if she was trying to lie or trying to make the situation better at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I know you're upset, but let me lie about it. Try and make things a little bit lighter. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but you know, whenever my other favorite part though with Polly is is the fact he goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the bathroom is filthy, <laughs> but. Yeah. And you know how but he is, basically, he, he's, he's a nut when it comes to, like, germs and shit, you know? He was doing social distancing before social distancing was yeah, cool. No shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't that the truth. By the way, we are going to talk about that whenever that actually comes up, because I love that line whenever uh, Tony tells him to ta- uh, to hang him, uh, go on ahead, eat some ragul. And hang yourself with your shoelaces. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but it's true though. Like what what, what he said right. is actually, you know, it's like it's funny, but it's uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to touch my shoestrings either. When you think about it like that, especially when you go in the public mm-hmm. bathrooms and shit mm-hmm. and things like that. Yep. Is that on this season? Or so no, that's that's no. It's not season. Been, yeah. I think season four yeah. or season three. Okay. Okay. Also, too, somebody else winds up getting whacked at the very first of the season of the season as well. It was where they were talking shit about Tony, about his mom mother get whack, trying to whack him. Yeah, yeah, that was on season two. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was one uh, uh, Patsy's twin brother. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and they had to whack that, him yeah. because of the fact that he was talking noise. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And also, too, there's a little bit of Godfather reference in that. Uh, is there? Yeah. Uh, instead of saying, oh, don't forget the granolis, the wife comes out there and says, I forgot what she tells her husband not to forget. He goes, oh, I won't forget. Yeah, that's And, right. of course. You're right. I, I remember that. Now, I can't, I can't remember either. It wasn't a cannoli, though. They, she said something else. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. That's, that's the episode where uh, the, the guy shot him in the car and it, like, blew his eardrums. Right. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, let's see here. Like I said, there's the con- uh, the other thing I have to say that I liked was as soon as Christopher's Christopher's hardly in there because he's getting high on heroin. Yeah. Yep. That he. Yeah. Him and some other junkie are together just shooting up the whole time. Right. And also, too, I'm going to ask you this question because this was actually on Talking Sopranos. But do you think that they already got a little bit of information about? Tony's uh, nephew is like, okay, well, I know somebody that we can actually distract him. It'll be one less person at the dinner table. Yeah. So let's yeah, go on ahead. I, I can see that because they set Chris up with that guy who was already, you know, addicted to heroin. You know? Right. Yeah, I can see that. So I, I agree with you on that. I could definitely see them trying to get some information on Tony's family. Yeah. Because they, they don't know them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's actually genius. They're outsiders that's to actually them. genius. And I didn't, I didn't put that together. That's that's actually yeah, that's smart. Right, because it gets rid of the weakest person at the table, yep. which would be Christopher. <laughs> and then they can discuss their business without having to worry about anything. Right. Right. Um but you know, it's the from what Michael Lamparoli said about Italy though, it's like the exact opposite of what they showed us on the Sopranos. Yeah. He's, they said their bathroom is spotless. It's just, they you know, just, when you have an expectation. Huh? Yeah, they had to do that to, you know, to make it work or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I've heard it's actually a very clean place. Right, because it's, you know how you have your expectations on this high scale and then all of a sudden they get lowered oh, yeah. when you finally get there? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's almost everything in life. Right. And then also, too, you also have Pussy's Wife that's telling Camilla and them that she wants to divorce Pussy in this episode. Yeah. And, of course, Camilla says, why don't you just go on ahead and get the divorce and stuff like that. And also, too, you know, she's also talking about when Sal comes home, she's just sad and depressed like an empty shell. Wait, wait, wait who did? Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, say that again. No. When you have Sal, which is Pussy's wife, mm-hmm. when he comes home, she's just said, "Look, I'm just depressed. I'm this empty shell." When he comes That's home, right. okay, yeah, I, I I spaced out for a second when you were talking. I was like, "Who the hell is he talking about?" And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> right. right, it's all right." Uh, but yeah, um, then when Tony comes home, it's that same feeling that Pussy's wife had. Yeah, yeah, because remember he goes, "Hey, I'm home." And there's this empty this feeling title. that Camilla yeah. actually has. It's like, shit, mm-hmm. he's home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then Big Girls Don't Cry is also this other episode that was on was on this uh, season two. Okay. What was that one about? This one was about, as part, it was dealing with Tony's deal after he actually meets up with the mob woman who's actually part does the business deal and everything. And part of the deal was he would actually take Furio with him. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's when, uh, this episode, that's when Carmella meets Furio, I believe. Yeah. 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 That was, I knew, I knew yeah. that was a disaster. You know what I'm saying? Like when they first met, I was like, Oh yeah, the way they're looking at each other, this, this ain't going to be good. No, yeah. but it doesn't play out until like season four. Yeah. So I like how they actually waited and set the groundwork in season two yeah. and let it build. Mm-hmm. That's actually good writing. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like they could, because just, don't they could be... see something in the future, basically. You know, they could just like draw this right. and make this work. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is very good writing. I agree with you. And then also, too, she's also wanted to be with that uh, wallpaper guy. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Remember that? Yeah. In this season. Yep. And I mean, it's like, I remember Carmella getting a lot of hate off of that. You know what I'm saying? Off of her wanting to cheat and go, you know. And I remember people talking about it and shit, like going to school and people talking about it. But think about how much Tony was cheating on Carmella. Now, I'm not saying that two wrongs right. make a right. I get that. But you also got to think, like, she was, you know, going through a lot of shit, you know, with Tony. So it's like she wasn't right. making good decisions, you know. Right, she was unhappy with her marriage, right. and, but she likes benefiting from it though too. Yeah, but and you know how it is coming up in an Italian family and shit. They just, you know, they don't believe in divorce. They don't, you know, they do everything they can to not, you know, get divorced. You know, right. Yeah. Another thing though too in this episode, don't forget we actually see Pussy actually ratting out Tony mm-hmm. and everything else yeah. to skip. Oh yeah, yep. That's the, and also trying to pretend that he's a cop and all that other stuff. Yeah, wait, pretending you're. Uh, well, who was pretending to be a cop? I don't remember that. Pussy, pussy was actually pretending to be a cop because remember, he thinks that he can actually have a shot at being a uh, FBI agent after all the shit he's done. So he has it in his head that he can actually be an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. And Skip has to tell him, "Hey, look." You're not going to be an FBI agent just because you're telling me all this stuff. You're going to do time in jail. After you do time in jail, going into the witness protection program. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's the reality of right. it. There's no, yeah. the, there's nothing else around. It. It's e- it's either rat your friends out or spend the rest of your life in jail. You know, right. It, right. But, uh, he, but don't forget, pussy also runs over somebody while he was also trying to uh, spy on Chris. Yes, uh, the, the the Elvis guy. Well, the Elvis guy, he whacked because he saw Sal, because he saw Pussy and uh, Skip inside that cheap uh, party that's store. Right. Yep, that's right. Who did he run over? He ran over some random person while trying to spy on Chris. Mm, I can't. That I don't recall that. I don't, I don't, that yeah, because he was actually using code names in the uh, tape recorder. Okay. And pretending he was doing a stakeout. I don't, I, man. I'm not. I'm not recalling that. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one. I just don't remember it. Yeah, he winds up running over what a pedestrian no while trying to spy on. Yeah, what? And he, what and, episode is this? Huh? Is this the fourth episode or fifth? I forgot what episode it is. I'll let yeah, you know which yeah, one it is after the I podcast. I definitely gotta rewatch that one because it's just I'm blanking out. I don't remember that episode. Yeah, he's like he goes on ahead. Skip comes into the emergency room because he's because Pussy also got injured. He goes, what the hell, uh, Sal? What the fuck were you doing? He goes, uh, hey, I was just trying to do what you do. I was just trying to see what was going on with Christopher and everything. And I accidentally ran over this other pedestrian Damn. on a bicycle. That's driving me nuts, man. And I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, he goes, he goes, it's okay, though. I used my son's car. No one's going to know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit, man. I, yeah, I, I definitely got to watch that one for sure. I'll let, you, I'll, I'll let you know after we get done because I'll go through season two real quick and I'll let you okay. know. That'll work. Good. But, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth between Pussy one thinking that he's actually going to be an FBI agent after I all this. I remember that, you know, because that, that happened through the whole season pretty much of him talking to Skip, you know. Right. Yeah. Also, too, this is also introducing us to that guy who has that bad gambling habit. Oh, uh, the one with the sports, the sports store. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> which is the Happy Wanderer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That man. That guy screws himself so bad. Shit. He's he he owed first he owed money to uh, Richie, which is a big mistake. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather owe money to Tony mm-hmm. than Richie. Yeah, for sure. That's just that's just me though. If I had to pick between well, two evils, uh, Richie will just kill you, you know. And but Tony right. will ruin your life, you know. But at least you're alive yeah. for the most part. Because well, you're alive as long as you can give something to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So, but, and, but Richie just don't give a shit. Richie will just kill you. You know. Right. No questions asked. Don't care if he gets the money that's or right, not. Yeah. He made his point. He made a statement, and that's it. Tony, on the other hand, sees a business opportunity. Exactly. He's going to take it. You see, Tony's all about business, <clears throat> all about making more money and getting as high as he can on the food chain. You know, and that's that's what right. You need. And a leader—that's what you need. In a, you know, especially in a mob boss. You know, you, you want your organization to get as big as it can. You know, right. So that's why you need some more. Like and that. don't forget, though, uh, the guy also tried after this happens at the poker table. The guy decides that he's going to try and sell his son's car over to Tony, and then Tony uses it as a way to get Meadow a graduation gift. Yeah, and uh, Meadow <laughs> Meadow didn't like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I remember that. But the reason why this thing is actually called the Happy Wanderer is because he tells Doctor Milfy, Tony does that people who make him miserable are the Happy Wanderers. Yeah. Yep. So at a poker session. I forgot how much money he owes to Tony. I think it's forty-five thousand. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's or a somewhere around. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and not including what he actually owes to Richie. But I love what Tony does to his store. So I feel bad for the dude, but at the same time, he did it to he himself. Did it to himself. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it whenever he goes, Tony. They're gonna eat my ass for this. Look what they are doing. Yeah. And he's saying. My favorite thing that he does is getting back your fu- get back in your fucking tent. <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. And what did he do? He went back in that fucking tent. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that was great. <laughs> that was a great line, though. Yeah. The way he says it is just 
It's, it's bad comedy at its best. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to get them to do the airplane tickets. Mm-hmm. Yep. As cops. And he's busting them out. That's what it's called. Uh, bust out or something like that. Yeah. Right. If you remember, though, I, I know that he wasn't trying to scam Artie or anything like that, but he was actually trying to use a way to actually get him out of that whole entire situation where there wouldn't be a whack in the side of his kitchen. Mm, poor Artie, man. <laughs> right. So I'm wondering, it's like, okay, if Artie did take those tickets, would he be ending up just like his mom did at the airport? Fucking Artie. Being... Artie Buko. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. But doesn't that actually make you wonder, though, if Artie actually used that airplane tickets like his mom used that airline ticket, if he would actually be sitting in oh, there with the FBI? Shit. Yeah, that, that would have been bad. <laughs> so his for once, he actually listens to his wife, and his wife was right. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, if, if so, that would have been him, oh my God, man. <laughs> that poor bastard. He couldn't get a break. Right? Man. He could not get a break. No, not at all. But I like how they do that. And then they also do, they make that him order these uh, red uh, coolers. Yeah. Those cheap coolers that we all grew up with when we were little. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, why would I order the same ones? Because you're going to fucking do it. That's why. <laughs> Get back in your fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> Uh, Tony, look what they're doing. <laughs> Get back in your fucking tent. I'll tell you when to come. Uh, and then, uh, and then of course, um, then of course, Janice makes an attempt to uh, manipulate Richie as well. Okay, how did she do that? I don't remember. Yeah, to remind me. Where she's trying to get into his head uh, by saying that he should be the next boss. Yeah, yeah. That's sneaky. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's the D-Girl episode we talked about after Mm -hmm. that. Then the full leather jacket episode, which is the one that we actually talked about. Yeah, and he gets his feelings hurt like a little girl. Right. And he and get this, he was actually making fun of his own son for dancing, and here you yeah, are yeah. being upset about, about a that damn jacket. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, let's see. Man, they're all like a bunch of kids. Like, overgrown kids. They, are. they really are. <laughs> let's see. Matt, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. The dude from uh, Bronx Tales in this, though, too. Uh, which one? Collateral. C. No shit. Because remember, right. this yeah. is. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. If you re- okay. Oh, this was a, so was if you remember, episode. that was a great episode. Right. There's something else I forgot to mention in the first episode is Chris is actually trained to be a stockbroker. Yep. That's right. And that's how he met Matthew Bacala. Yep. This is where the whole entire thing happens with pussy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everything too. So I really, I really like that that the actor who was in a Bronx Tale was in this season. Mm-hmm. And get this, he actually was in trouble with the law a couple of years back. In real life, yeah, yeah, oh, he in real life <clears throat> and everything. Oh, shit. Huh? Oh, I was, I, yeah. I was, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to send you a link too to that interview that Christian Harloff did. Mm-hmm. With that guy and everything, because he did a lot of shitty shit. Like, no shit. Like, like it, nobody, no agent wanted to take him or anything. Damn, I didn't know that. Like, is, yeah. is, he, is he all good now? He's all cleared up and shit now? Or is he still all fine? Yeah, he's fine oh, now. Okay. And everything. It's just that he's trying to get himself back out there. Yeah, again. he was a good actor. I guess that, I didn't, I didn't even realize. But yeah, he kind of fell off. You, you didn't really see much after, you know. Exactly. Not after this, anyways. Yeah. But wow. that's a shame. But yeah, it it really is. I love seeing actors um, that we haven't seen in a while come back. Yeah, but that's always good. You know, so I'm hoping that you know he'll actually make a big comeback later yeah, on in the future. Right, right. But you know. Let's see. Then, from where to eternity, Christopher claims to win. Oh yeah. Well, they, there's also another they, thing they though up, too. I forgot up, to mention. They end up whacking 
whacking your boy, right? Yeah, he, they wind up whacking him because remember, Sean and him both were pretty much fanboys over Tony yeah. and wanted to do anything that they can possible with Tony. Oh, they 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 and wanted to work they with robbed Tony. the poker game. Right, they robbed the poker game, and then also too shot Christopher. Yes, yeah, they did. That was the biggest thing. They, that's what oh, made yeah. them get that's whacked. Right. That's a fucking great episode, man. But I think my favorite one with them in it, though, is the executive game, which is the same executive game that the Degenerate Gambler's at. And, you know, they said don't say anything to uh, Silvio or anything like that Mm -hmm. because he'll go off on you. And Silvio actually dropped some cheese on the floor, and Tony told him to go ahead and sweep underneath his feet. Yeah. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) He goes... I was told to sweep underneath your feet because I wanted this. This is what he says. He goes, maybe I wanted it inside my, in between my fucking toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking suck, man. <laughs> but yeah, the whole reason why they even got whacked in the first place was because of the fact that they whacked Christopher. Christopher shoots Sean. Sean is dead. The one that's out on the run is, of course, the kid from the Bronx Tale. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's actually gone through this that whole entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, but, and uh, but, Tony was actually kind of questioning that uh, pussy was the uh, pussy was a rat, and then when uh, pussy helped him kill him, it kind of made it, it made Tony comfortable again with him. You know what I'm saying? It kind of pulled him back in, right? Because his pussy was showing him, like, you know, I'll pull the trigger, too. It, it don't just have to be you, you know? So that was a good... It was a good... He, he was fooling Tony, for sure, you know? He was definitely fooling Tony. It also gave him back on his good graces for a little yeah, bit. for sure. Yep. And also, too, somebody also ID'd, ID'd him. Uh, they, did, they didn't ID uh, pussy, but they ID'd Tony, I think. Yeah. If you remember... Yep. Right, and uh, you know, then that's when Skip tells him, He said, Were you with Tony at all during that time with the Bacalog kid? Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, No, but if I did do something like that, wouldn't that actually make me be on his good graces if I did happen to be there? Which he's actually running his own self out, right? Yeah, and I mean, but you can't say that because if you say, Yeah, I helped pull the trigger, you know, it's like. That's it. That's the end of the deal. It's over. Yep. So. Okay. So from here, we're to eternity. Okay. Michael Imperoli wrote this one, not Funhouse. Oh, okay. Okay. But don't forget, Adriana also gave him acting classes. Remember that? Yes. I do remember that. Yep. And my favorite thing is whenever they're doing the acting class thing and they're trying to go back and forth with A and B and then all of a sudden... The guy's like, hey, all of a sudden he punches uh, the dude. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the fact that he ends up uh, crying because it brought back a bad memory. Anybody who ends up becoming close with anybody in the Sopranos, they end up getting fucking whacked or something happens to them. It's like all everybody in the Sopranos is just bad luck. You know, if you think about it. (laughs) Right. If you get linked up. Uh, You know what? (laughs) Exactly. But I think we're going to try and skip a little bit since we're actually pressing for time a little. So let's go on ahead and just get into the season finale where Tony gets food poisoning. Mm -hmm. But I also want to talk about Richie dying, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Richie Richie died in the second season. Uh, He he was only in there for one season. Yeah. Yeah, he was only there for one season. Third season. Oh, okay. No, uh, because third season they're introducing Ralphie. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And everything, and not only that, but Richie has been doing coke deals, making uh, Tony's blood pressure mm-hmm. go up, making him break out of rash- rashes, stuff yeah. like that. So he's been on Tony's death death list mm-hmm. for a while. Not only that, but too, also too, Melfi's also he hasn't seen Ralphie uh, Melfi in a while either because he wasn't sure too if she should take. Tony yeah. back or not. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and you're thinking he was going to go on ahead and go ahead and kill yeah. Richie himself. But instead, yeah, Janice winds up him. being the one yep. who kills him. Yep. And that was, I mean, at the dinner table. It. You know, he was a fucking piece of shit, but still, you know. And then Tony well, actually came and took care of him for Janice. Yeah. Yep. Right. And another thing, though, too, is remember what he tells Chris. He said, you're not allowed to put your hands on my niece until you actually have a ring on your on right. finger. Yep. So, get this. He had a ring on Janice's finger, so therefore he can do anything he wanted yeah, to Tony's do. Tony's eyes, yeah, for sure. Yep. Right. So, you know, Tony does come over there, cleans up, the, um, and of course, Camilla thinks that um, he's having an affair. Yeah. So she calls up over at Janice's house and everything. And he answers the phone and then she hangs right. up. Yep. But my favorite line though with that scene, like the night day after, yeah, is the fact that what did you do with him? What what happened to him? He goes, I I had a he goes I had a funeral for him. Yeah. We sang kumbaya <laughs> and I gave him. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, what the fuck do you think I did, Janice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then <laughs> you know was what the fuck do you want me to tell, tell you that I did with him and then at that point she was no longer the mob wife she was back to being yeah. a Buddhist again yeah, flip flopping all over the place <laughs> right so then after that happens once they have all that stuff going on of course there's other stuff that actually yeah, happens uh, but we're just going to skip over to the funhouse part. And this is actually one of both of our, our favorite ones. And get this, the second season wasn't actually one of the best seasons on HBO. It was actually the lowest Dude. ratings. I didn't no, know if you knew that or not. That. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Because there was not that much action going on in it or anything like yeah. that. It was a very so, important season, though. Very important. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I like the whole entire idea that Tony gets food poisoning the day before Meadows' graduation. And then as the things progress and everything, you're seeing from his dream aspect over to uh, the real-life situation, he thinks that he got food poisoning from Artie. Yeah. And then... He was also thinking about the Buddhist place that they actually had, where they had hummus, which is also yeah. ass. Yeah. Yeah. They... <laughs> so, you know, I liked I liked how they actually played that out. Yeah. I'm gonna let you no, well, talk see, about what that I like scene. About it is you know the dreaming aspect of it is uh, how you know he he figured out that pussy was a rat from the dreams, you know. And it's the the dreams are so off the wall, man. Like just so weird and crazy, and and that's how, especially when you're running a fever like that. Fever dreams work that way, you know. They just they're they're just nuts, crazy shit. But if you pay attention to the dreams, there's usually something in that dream that's you know that that you can use, and that's what he did. He he figured out that his best friend, one of his best friends, was the rat, you know, from that dream, and it's uh, it was just. I mean, right. it's, it's interesting, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was it was funny, is what they had a lot of comedic parts in it too, you know. Like when Pussy was the fish and he's talking, you know, <laughs> from the fish. That shit was pretty funny, <laughs> you know. The fish is, that the was fish funny, awesome. but at the same time, it's like a message saying that he's going to yeah. be flipping with the yeah, fish. It's all metaphors and shit, and I love that, man. I like I like like picking pieces out. You know, it's it's like clues. You're looking for clues, you know, and I love that. And I, I thought they they did very well with that episode. And I can't believe uh, Chris is the one who, or Michael is the one who uh, directed that. Well, oh no, no, no that's right. Actually, I got, okay. I got that one wrong. To be honest with you, David Chase wrote. Uh, a matter of fact, David Chase was the one who directed mm-hmm. this one, not wrote it. John Patterson okay. wrote this one, but okay. Michael Imperoli did write a certain episode. Yeah, he, yeah. okay, yeah. So, but then you know. I forgot which one. Oh, I'm sorry. Which one? But I just forgot which one it was because I remember him talking about it. Steve Buscemi also wrote an episode. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know he was that, I didn't so, know he was I th- that involved. 
me either up until Michael Lamparoli was talking about it on the show. I need to start watching that because I've I've heard a lot of good things about that podcast. Oh, it's an awesome podcast. And not only that, but if you can't watch it, you can also listen to it on the audio only podcast, which is how I'm I'm doing it. That's how I got to listen to a lot of my podcasts because I'm always driving back and forth to work, you know? Yeah. Right. But I'll tell you what's actually funny, though. There's actually a little beef thing between them with the T-shirts. That's hilarious. Because he's always said Michael's name's bigger than his name on Uh the T-shirts. And he goes, there you are again, trying to act like you're more important than I am, having your name (laughs) bigger than mine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Michael's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a (laughs) T-shirt. <laughs> so they bust each other's balls on the show. It's it's really good. They also have guests from the show come on and things like that. They had uh Falco that came on, which is also the woman yeah, who plays Camilla. uh yeah. Camilla. They also had uh a couple of other actors on there though too. They also have the guy who played Jackie yeah. Senior yeah. on there though too. So it was really good. Even Janice is on there, okay. though, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out for sure. But, uh, but, but yeah, at the at the end of the episode, you know, when they're uh, when they're about to shoot Pussy, man, it's like, I, that that hurt me, man. That that hurt me. Because, I mean, I, I love Pussy. He was my favorite character. You know, even though, even when I found out he was the rat, I still loved him, you know? Same here. And then, they're on the boat, and, you know, also, too, Tony goes up to his room before they get on the boat, and he finds the wire. He goes back and then confirms it, and you can definitely tell that he gives Silvio a kind of a mm-hmm. nod. And then they get on the boat, and and Pussy's like, look, man, I didn't give him all the, a lot of information or anything like that. I didn't tell him anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot what kind of job that he told him that he gave him or whatever, but... Tony's not buying into it that this time. He goes, well, if you're going to kill me, don't shoot me yeah. in the face. Don't shoot me in the <laughs> face. Let it be an open yeah, casket. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was sad, man. Uh, I know. And, you know, that killed Tony. Tony was never the same, really, after that. He was never the same. You know? No. Because he was never really close to anybody no. after that. If you no, actually... he actually like he, he couldn't let himself get close, you know, because of what happened. And, I mean, it was just. And it, right. it, it felt real, man. It felt like it that was a it was perfect. That that episode, even though it was sad, it was just it was such a good episode. It was so well played out, you know. Yep. Agreed. Um, is there anything extra that you actually want to talk about with uh, it? No, I, that that's about it, man. Because what else can I say? It's just it's a phenomenal ex- episode, you know. It's just it's fantastic. Exactly, and then not only that, but they also removed Pussy's. Uh, uh, jewelry and stuff with them, and they dump them yep. into the ocean. Yep. But you know, I I really like the second season for what it is. I've had a lot of good moments with the second oh, season. Yeah. It's the third season that I really want to lay into uh, the villain of that season. Yeah, which one was that? Which which would be of course none other than uh, not Ralphie. Richie, but. Oh yeah, Ralphie. Uh, dude, man, I, I, it's a love hate thing with Ralphie. I love him, mm-hmm. but I hate that little motherfucker. <laughs> I do <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but we'll talk about that though too yeah. later on. We're doing another uh, talking Soprano yeah, sure. thing, but I just like, I just like skimming through mm-hmm. stuff, things that we talked about, and things yeah. like that, rather than go step right. by step. Right. Yeah, because I mean, if, if, if you go step by step, it would take several episodes just to cover the season. You know. For sure. Right, exactly. Which is also why I think they actually the Sopranos podcast just does one episode on a Monday yes. and that's it. Yeah. And then they go into the next episode on the right. next Monday. Right. But you know, I really like just uh, going into this thing, just talking about the stuff that we love about the show, the writing Absolutely. of the show, some behind the yep. scenes stuff. That it's just good. great. It is good. Yep. All right. So where can everybody reach uh, you at? You can get me on Facebook. Or Instagram at uh, MRPJ Sketches. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And everybody, you guys can follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. Of course, we also have a GoFundMe page now for the uh, podcast. We also have to uh, another site that you can actually go ahead and donate towards the show if you guys want to. You guys don't have to. It's called www.buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers. You can get that in the show notes below. Not only that, guys, but we also have a place for all your entertainment news and everything called movielovesunite.com. We also have a Pinterest up now for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. You can always can also follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit and also on Twitter at John DeGorio8. We also have an Instagram for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And I also want to mention this. We also have a Patreon now. So we're going to start doing some documentary series. That's going to be in the $10 tier. $5 tier is going to be your classic movies. We're going to be reviewing movies from the 1950s over into the 1990s or whatever is defined as a classic movie and then we also have a $20 tier we can actually get both of those packages for $20 so we have that going on so if you guys want to go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon we'll have that in the description notes below uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Central Time 6 o'clock Pacific Time we're actually doing a Back to the Future trilogy review on the YouTube channel so check us out there live at 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And always and until next time, bye-bye. And it's been a pleasure, man. Uh